0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt Hot Tub Time Machine Givinisi. How relevant. And joining me <laughs> is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Febert. How's business, Sup, man? Dude. How are you? It's
1: good. It's good. Uh, I just came back from a beach where I just had, like, a dashboard up i check, and I was, like, you know, doing some lasso shit, making it go up. I felt good. I actually felt for the first time, like, I have one of those uh, businesses that I could just, like, do, you know, go travel.
0: and Like, be on the beach yeah. and, and run from the beach. This is, like, the first time I really... Is it because
1: of Asana? Uh, yes. And, oh, my God, dude, uh, I, I only really got into it, I want to say, like, a week before I left. And so just yeah. having it all in there.
0: Being organized... I was just I was just doing an interview um, for Indie Hackers, and I, I so she asked me a question like, "How do you manage the psychology of being an entrepreneur?" And I didn't really know how to answer That's a good that because I was like, "Yeah," but I was like, "What the hell is that manage? What does it mean managing the psychology?" And she was like, "You know, the ups and downs." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, well, of course those happen, right?" But I was like, I, and my answer was, "You know, getting really organized was was like has definitely lowered my." entrepreneurial stress like just knowing where things are like m- was it mise place for <laughs> like cooking where you just like everything has a place everything in its place sort of idea you know how to say no to things it's like hey if it's not in the book we don't do it or if right. it's you know it's or if you know if this then that really like binary choices and really uh and just knowing that everything's kind of working we have a schedule just crazy organization has like i think made my mental health as an entrepreneur better
1: it it makes it so much easier to collaborate with people if it's you know you which you're not an Mm. employee or contractor or contractors because when it used to be an email it was like part of my fire hose of like etsy's contacting me because i bought something once you know i have like flip a shit i have matt i have people who actually need my response like And to kind of like have work in this work zone, I found like super helpful because then I can just clear that out and then fine, Mm -hmm. I could look at the Etsy email.
0: (laughs) Right. But yeah, organization, I think, has been super helpful. Mm -hmm. So what we're talking about today, but I mean, perhaps there's there's some elements of organization in this episode. We are talking about the hypothesis I have about creating content on YouTube. Uh, Yeah, yeah. YouTubes. But before we get started, this episode is brought to you by. Money Lab Pro, you've been asking for it and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math and MoneyLab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, MoneyLab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to MoneyLab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out that's moneylab.co slash pro all right we're talking about creating consistent content on youtube this is a bit of a selfish episode for me but i want to talk it out loud with you we
1: both kind of been talking about this for a while waffling Mm -hmm. on it for i would say i mean for me i feel like it's i've been waffling a year over this yeah
0: and I've been pancaking on it for about two years, so I get it.
1: Oh, oh I see so what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
0: Dad joke. <laughs> you better get used to them because you're going to be ma- – Well, you already make yeah, dad jokes. Yeah, I already have so the
1: most classic bad ones that you could ever <laughs> –
0: do, do you have a, like a book in your bathroom that's like 101, 101 classic dad jokes? <laughs> that will make to, everyone in up? the
1: room sigh angrily. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not me.
1: Not you know, me. With, with the addition of YouTube to ahrefs. You know, I had done Mm. a lot of research and we had shared this video that Veritasium uh, created this video on like, you know, how to rank on YouTube. And I'm just fascinated with kind of like SEO in general, um, especially in the personal finance space. And I feel like it's just very wide open
0: in certain niches, for sure. Mm. I think so. Uh, And the the question is, will producing content again on YouTube actually pay off Um, and how we know it's paying off and is it sustainable mm. because we are talking about it is to me now now that I've been kind of digging into it more recently in the last like three weeks, it's sort of like, it's another pla- It's, it's like having a website mm. and it has all of the same
1: trappings.
0: At, of- yeah. The trappings, except you don't have to design it. Right. Mm. So it's, it, it, there's no, it's WordPress basically, but you don't have to make it look good. You have a and front
1: page that you have to manage, set up. And- yep.
0: And there's like every single video has content and there's keywords and mm. there's tags and there's like, and there's thumbnail designs, there's featured images and then there's sharing and there's there so much to it that I kind of really, did and you, you can kind of approach it multiple ways. You can approach it in like, Hey, I'm just going to create content. I do a vlog who gives a shit about SEO. Like, you know right. what I mean? Because the vlogs I think are not really SEO driven stuff. Why mm. would you? But stuff that, like, you know, Veritasium or um, or what Thomas is doing, or what I'm doing right now, or what you would possibly do, all of those things are really SEO driven, or or can be SEO driven, and are not vlog style or entertainment based content on YouTube. And so,
1: and, and arguably, to some degree, should be because if a tree falls in a forest and no one's there to hear it, it doesn't make a sound, you know? Right?
0: I, yeah, I mean that's true. So. That was All so right. good.
1: It totally, we can just end the episode now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Showmanship. I'm out. So here's what I've been doing. For the last three weeks, Um, I have been creating videos on YouTube for some university. And the reason I started doing it was I got a check for $1,500 from YouTube. Mm. I, I did my account and I was like, holy shit. And I had done an article a couple of, Months ago, called the obvious in income source I've been ignoring for years. I'm going to be updating that post to this new thing because what I did in that post was like kind of overkill on the design of the background and stuff, and kind of n- uninteresting and ov- ov- obviously badly titled for SEO. Like
1: it was a false start. You you were it was your first attempt. It was a false start doing what you're doing now. Yep. You got to like kind of stop, gather your ideas.
0: Yeah, because I was trying to do animated videos. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and while I was trying to process it out, it was just a lot of, it was a lot of extra work. And I wasn't using a superpower that I kind of naturally have and would be a lot easier, which is my personality. We, it was like, we had looked at polymatter and we're
1: like, Mm -hmm. oh wow, he super systematized it. Right. But again, like if you could put your face in it, you Mm -hmm. cut out like editing, honestly, for a lot of it.
0: A lot of a lot of design work and, See, and drawing and animating and store and like scripting and and polishing. Like I could it could be a little unpolished and then sort of polish it afterwards. And so I got this check for fifteen hundred bucks and I'm like, holy shit! Okay, just so spend the middle I mean, it's just in my account. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't, I haven't spent on anything yet. I'm trying to save money here, you know what I mean? Mm. Trying to save money, mm-hmm. but 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 you know. Hey, personal finance. So <laughs> we, um, basically I'm like, well, shit, it's the middle of the summer. What if I tried to like pump out, like, what? like, where was this coming from? So basically what was happening was I had videos that I had recently done. Actually, one of those animated videos that I did the first round is getting a fuck ton of views, mm. like a fuck ton. And it's actually making a shitload of money, like hundreds of dollars
1: what? It, because
0: a, a day, a week, a month um a month $100 a month oh, okay. so basically what happened was it we did an article called 11 pool care mistakes or pool maintenance mistakes and it is just blowing up in SEO like on our website right what
1: are what are people looking for that are finding this
0: that's a good question i actually don't know i think they're searching pool maintenance and that's mm. just one of the ones that are that's one of the things that's oh. coming up um and so i mean we have other pool maintenance for beginners we have other things too but this, this video appears on those pages as well. So there's like this video appears on pa- like basically some of the most popular pages on Swim University. Mm-hmm. So the views are actually not coming from YouTube. They're coming from my own website. And so I thought, well, hold on. What if I just went and made videos for all my most popular posts on my website? Then I'll start getting a ton of views and I'll actually be able to capitalize on the ads from YouTube.
1: And it makes sense because you're building an asset that you already put in place. Like you're just making right, it's it. It's already there.
0: You're right. I'm just improving it. And then I'm thinking, well, so then I had this other hypothesis, which we'll get into in a second. Um, but then I was like, well, on top of that, if I start making these videos and I start including advertising in it for my own products, mm. well, now I'm making money two ways. So now there's like, I'm, I'm embedding this video on my site. People are watching it. I'm getting money from YouTube. I also have an, uh, you know, it's also quote unquote sponsored by my own products at the end with a, with a coupon code. So I know it's working. Right. I know people are using the coupon code. Oh, so they see are. It. They're literally oh, yeah. watching the video and buying. Probably every third person that buys is, is using a coupon code. Oh shit. Yeah. From it's From YouTube. Working. You're saying. From YouTube. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. So uh, whether it's on YouTube or on my own website, doesn't matter. Right, right. Still it, it doesn't matter. It's a great right.
1: sales component.
0: Right. So I, what I did was I made a list of like all the top posts that didn't have videos already mm. and started making videos for those posts and then also started promoting the channel and the videos via email.
2: Mm.
0: So I so an email went out last Thursday. So we, we send an email every Tuesday um, and we, there's about 24,000 pool owners that are on our email list. We I try to trim it down a lot. Um, and so... Yeah, like last week I sent an email out and I got like a bunch of subscribers, like I think like a hundred subscribers in a day. And then I got um, like the video just got like a huge bump, which I think helps it within the algorithm of YouTube, too, because it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, a bunch of people are watching this. Let's start recommending it. It becomes you know, like a self-fulfilling
1: it. prophecy. almost.
0: Right. So I'm like, OK, I, 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 I and then I, I I've made um, at the time, I think I made seven videos And I looked at how much those videos made and it was about 50 bucks, Mm. but in two weeks. And I'm like, that's not, it's small, but it's not nothing. Right. Like my effort wasn't wasted. And then who knows how many of those people bought my product. I'm like, this is worth my time. Mm. Um,
1: This is obviously early days. Like you're just kind of doing this now. Like what will be like next year? And right. If you were starting a blog and you created seven articles, you would not be making 50 bucks.
0: No. And the other part of it, too, I mean, granted, you know, my YouTube channel has 18,000 subscribers mm. because it's just been around since, like, 2011. So it's just right. been around, like, kind of slowly getting We also know
1: over. that subscriber does not mean that they will even see it in their recommended things to watch. So it's almost Correct. like a vanity.
0: Yeah. And I, I am getting, like, immediate engagement, though. So I am putting up these videos and seeing comments come in and seeing, mm. not a ton, uh, I'm seeing v- views happen just kind of natural before it even ends up in being embedded on my website. So, because there are 18,000 people, so some of those people are being somewhat notified and they're watching it. Mm. Uh, and some of the other reasons I'm thinking well, so I've always wanted to do consistent video for Sum University. It's been, it's kind of been the thorn in my side as far as like the things that I feel regretful of not doing because. Early you're in, especially good at it. I'm especially good at it, but also early in my career with Swim University, like it was the thing I attributed to all of my success. To mm. I was like, it's the reason I'm doing videos. The reason Swim University has any traction in this industry whatsoever because I'm doing the thing that no one else is doing, right. and I can even say even today, not to toot my own horn or anything, but like I'm doing better videos than every single pool person on the on the internet. Well, it's you just, have like years and years of experience. That and it's like whatever, like it's. And I I had to figure out a way to do it where it was
1: no other pool brand has made as many rap videos as you. (laughs) That's
0: that is (laughs) that is a hundred percent (laughs) true. And then, and I was just talking, and you know, I was doing that interview. I said the same thing that rap video helped me tremendously because I did it, it was so unique, it got passed around the industry, and what it ended up giving me was a bunch of backlinks because people were embedding it on their websites and then Mm. attributing. Swimuniversity.com. And so I was getting all these awesome backlinks because people were just like, this is an awesome pool care video. Yeah. But needless, you know, and like they didn't even realize they were just actually giving me a ton of backlinks, which was boosting my traffic. And it was like all I made was a stupid, silly video. And I and it's like, so that literally helped my bottom line without even and even though the video didn't actually do anything to help my bottom line, if that makes sense. It
2: was
1: like boot camp for future video work.
0: Right. So, uh, and that was one of the later videos that I did too. That was like when I actually had my own camera and, you know, hmm. had my own, you know, stuff going on. I wasn't borrowing. I mean, my, the first video that I ever did, I borrowed my boss's camera from work because he had a, he had a, he You're had a, a, like a home. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, he, I asked him cause he knew I had the thing on the side. So he, uh, it was, a uh, like a home camcorder and a lavalier mic that Mm. just like that that connected to the camera somehow it was like a really cheap lavalier
1: one is the thing that clips your shit yeah
0: like a clip on mic yeah and so that was like the first two videos i did well the first video i did which is still on the channel is like i I just filmed everything with like an old video camera and then did a voiceover and music It was Mm. really bad but i guess it's a video uh the second video i did was the one where like i tried to make it a whole show it was like a 20 minute episode oh wow yeah. Opening pool opening. So
1: everyone wants to watch a pool sitcom.
0: Right. <laughs> they love it. They love it. Uh, and and I remember at the time, too, when I did that, everyone was like, this video is too long. And now that's mm-hmm. kind of the thing. You want long videos on YouTube because they measure watch time so much. Yeah. And so um, the other thing, too, is I'm hoping that by adding videos to my content that don't have videos on them that that actually is going to help seo because Mm. obviously like google so you heard about the the google thing where they're like they were they were scraping um lyrics from genius you hear about that no what is this and the only reason i bring this up is because google you know is nefarious i believe that they want
1: to keep all the traffic for themselves they do the ultimate like execution of google Right? Yes, the fact yes. that Swim University gets traffic from Google is just a stopgap until they can provide everything.
0: Right, and part of the reason I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'll tell the story real quick is because I believe that and this is part of my hypothesis is that I am creating content for Google, meaning I am creating content on YouTube, which is owned by Google, and Google is going to want to serve up YouTube before Swim University itself because. But if there's videos, if there's YouTube or Google owned things on my website, they are more likely to serve my thing.
1: Yeah. And even I mean, if they if own. Someone searched something, they had ads in the search, and then yes. they clicked your YouTube video, and then they served ads on your YouTube video. Like Google's making it on both ends.
0: Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> ha ha ha. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's some uh, sort of innuendo that I. <laughs> Yeah, in your endo. Uh, so,
1: <laughs> <laughs> now you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, the, that's a Scrubs bit. But anyway, so the story is, this was going around the internet, but basically, you know what Genius is, right? They, they um, do content on lyrics, specifically rap lyrics. I and mean, then they used to be just rap. It used to be called Rap Genius. Now it's just called Genius. And it was like the stories behind the lyrics. Mm. And
1: oh yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, so uh what they were what they did and it's so kind of brilliant, but they noticed that you know when you started searching for song lyrics in Google, Google would just print them, you know, as like a a rich snippet, right? Mm. And they weren't sourcing where the lyrics were coming from. They were just printing the lyrics. Hmm. And genius kind of assumed that they were actually scraping Genius's content. And putting it on Google. Like Google was scraping their content. I'm sure because they saw
1: their traffic drop.
0: Right. And so what they did was they started, uh, they created um, a code in the way that they formatted their lyrics where they would use quotation marks. They would use a backwards quotation and a forward quotation in certain patterns that in Morse code would spell out red-handed. So, oh. yeah. So, so when Google was scraping this, they were scraping the the different quotations too, and they they would and then they cite the the, the um, Wall Street Journal did a report because Genius I think contacted them and was like, look, we have proof that Google is scraping our content and then not giving us any credit that it came from us, hmm. and now today Google now has a source link at the bottom of those wow. pages. Uh, yeah, those rich snippets.
1: You you also then wonder like if if you poke the bear, fine, right. we'll attribute you, but we're actually going to punish you.
0: Right. You know, silently. But it, something happened. And, they yeah. acknowledge, and it was clearly they changed. But mm. my point of that story is that, like, Google is nefarious. Mm. And I believe that they're, obviously, they they're an ad company. And so any way that they can make money with their ads, and if you help them with that, then you're going to be treated okay. Mm. And so... What I'm doing right now with, and I want to talk more about too, like how I do these videos, but, but, um, my plan, my hypothesis is that, and so I, I actually plan to put this to the test. Uh, and I, I don't know when I want to do this because I'm, I want to talk to you mostly like, I want to bide my time like with Lasso and with Swim University and just make sure that like, do I have enough bandwidth to like perform this experiment correctly Mm. Um, without being like, I'm neglecting this other thing. I should be, I should be doing X, um, instead. So I'm, I don't know when I'm going to do this. I'm hoping to do it before the fall or around the fall, but, but so, so brew cabin, which is my other site has no embedded videos on it whatsoever. Right. But it has, may
1: may, may I, may I leap forward and it it sounds like you want to see if embedding videos meaningfully uplifts brew cabins
0: content. Uh, traffic, through right? Google. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, and SEO and and you're, increases rankings. Yep. You're
1: suggesting that perhaps because it's already played out with SwimU or You Swim already has a lot of like
0: videos, brand
1: equity. You know that sure it's maybe not as impactful as it might be because Brew Cabin's new,
0: correct? And Brew Cabin has zero videos, and we haven't really added any content in the last six months. Mm. So we're basically starting at this like base. And I want to take half of the content. There's about, let's just say there's 50 articles on the site. I don't know. There's like maybe 47. Let's say there's 50. I want to take, I want to basically mix all those articles up into a pile and then split them up into two different batches. So one batch is the control and then one batch. Is oh, the, dude, the this, is,
1: this would be so fun because I'm already imagining like you should actually create videos for articles that you think are awesome, are going yep. for competitive things, but you're not ranking
0: exactly you know
1: and then do like the same for ones that are like see if you could split it almost by success and
0: yeah well so the reason to do that you're the one that came up with this idea of like if you really want to do a true experiment because i was going to just like upload videos to all my posts right and it's like yeah but then you don't know if this is actually true or not and so by putting them into two test groups one being the control and one not being the or one being the variant the variant you know both of them will be a mixture of posts that are like both good and bad so that they're like equal in like I guess their group yeah, size yeah. and then basically make 25 videos upload them all in like one time on YouTube and then embed them all in a single day mm. so that like all of a sudden 25 articles on the site instantly just have like real good videos embedded in them and that's it that's the only that's the only change. variable we change
1: and so it's like the site overall the individual articles and perhaps you can cohort them yep and, and really then just, measure them
0: and uh, in, in use something like Google data studio to like live update and see if the test group actually gains more in traffic just through increased rankings mm. sexy right yeah because <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this came from um, my buddy Sean who had said uh, that he got like a shitload of traffic in, in April and he attributed it to embedding YouTube videos, but that his time on site went up because people were now viewing the video oh. embedded. And so he's like, my, my, but then I asked him and he's like, well, I don't know if my time on site increased. I just thought, I just thought that. Uh, and I'm right. like, oh, so maybe, maybe it didn't increase. And I think we checked together and it didn't, his, his time on site didn't actually increase. Hmm. Like it didn't decrease, but it didn't like it wasn't significant. It, it did wasn't not a significant make a difference. Yeah, and so we were like I'm like well that sort of cuz I was like well you know if if that's true that's um you know that's a factor I didn't you know I I want to prove not that and I don't mean to say nefarious in a bad way. I mean like they're out they're in they're self-interested. And so it's like well that makes a lot of sense to me and so if it's true that they are self-interest or interested in like just Obviously, making money with it because they're an ad company. Then, it would make it would it would prove that by adding videos on your content, Google is going to want to rank them higher because they make more money as a company to, when they do that.
1: Well, I could tell you that. So, in Google Analytics, there's this thing like I think it's called like a content group, and you could pass yes. that in. And so, if you like view source, listen my matters, you'll see that we're throwing like a bunch of those in there. And I can definitively, we have like has podcast doesn't have podcast among other things and oh. i can definitively tell you that the time on page is much higher with something that does have a podcast and so like hmm. one of the things we think about is literally and one of the episodes we will actually record today is an article that does really well and then just we're going to record an episode and attach it
0: ah and so, and
1: co- same idea honestly
0: but do that so th- does the does the content group that has podcast do they, does that get more traffic than the other ones or is it so, just the time on site that increased?
1: So, okay. So, so no. And the reason is because okay. a lot of our most successful things were born out of articles and perhaps right. are not good Don't for have an it, episode yeah. for, for various, or like we would hate doing it as an episode, right. it's maybe shitty, <laughs> but mm-hmm. the, the point being is like, of the things that I would deem like quality, um, it definitely helps.
0: Yeah. So that's. That's another factor that we could obviously measure to see if that has any impact. But either way, I mean, the, the goal is to increase ranking mm. on this, these two groups on one and, and assuming that like, as soon as we start adding video, all of a sudden we are going to be outrank people who do not like articles that don't have YouTube videos embedded. What's because, interesting
1: is that YouTube gives uh, real time data to these things. And so people, and there's all these stories of people making change and they're even going more towards that direction where like
0: they'll
1: literally be flipping cover images to test. Mm -hmm. and But then what happens with searches is you're actually delayed by I think it's like two or three days and they did that I think to make it so you wouldn't essentially A-B test things. right? But if it was to act like other Google things act, I imagine time on page and ranking everything would move up in tandem. Because they're they're probably just things that are tied together. Like time on page doesn't, you know, beget like more SEO traffic, but it's like an indicator of quality.
0: Because you got to you got to think too. Like Google essentially doesn't want more time on page on not Google. Mm. (laughs) If if that makes sense, right? They want more time on Google. The best answer, which but they want, perhaps
1: means that you'll spend more time on page.
0: Right. And and YouTube is so different. Like YouTube has its own set, new set of like things. Mm. So a couple of things that I've been learning that are sort of like outside this idea of Im- embedment, right? And meaning embedding on YouTube videos. I
1: thought that was a dating term. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah good. <laughs> Swipe be. right for embedment. S- s- <laughs> 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 ooh, so ooh, uh, we laugh at
1: the dumbest shit. <laughs> so I want.
0: So I kind of want to talk a little bit about YouTube seo Mm. as much as i've been learning in the last three or four weeks and this is kind of we were have we were starting to have this discussion before we record it and it was just like let's just record because yeah let's just make it fresh but Mm. basically um you had said that i had put um i think the conversation started where i was you know i was telling you that i was doing video and stuff and that where i was on vacation
1: uh, and i saw that you had put cover images out on twitter yeah. I I have not watched your videos. I'm sure they're good, but
0: yeah. my comment
1: was that like I I saw that they were rather tight coverages and I think I had said that it must be like 80% of the importance is like this fucking picture.
0: And you're not wrong because I spent an entire day just learning YouTube thumbnail design and why the ch- like the choices that people make in thumbnails to get clicks. Mm. And that uh, Veritasium video is basically that too. Like, there are, you know, Mr. Beast, and he mentions Mr. Beast, which is like a guy with 20 million subscribers. His videos are fine. Mm. Uh, I'm not a huge fan but, of It's like, his how videos. does he get and maintain that high level of views? He's got, he calls the thumbnails bangers. And it's mm-hmm. like, and you can just look at a thumbnail and be like, yeah, that's going to get clicks. Like, you just know, there's no like, it's, cause he's it's British, hard. I think. Huh? I think it's no, he's, he's, not, he's, no, not? he's not British. No, he's oh, okay. not British. No, he's from North Carolina. But... He, uh, he just knows like, you know, as a designer or as like somebody with an eye, you kind of just, you have to have like this instinctive, like, oh, that's a good, that's, that's a good, interesting. I want to see what that is. Right. And there's, but then there's like elements of it. So one, and this is where I think, I think Thomas commented on this and I, and I, he actually went against what I thought he would have said. So I I posted four images and one of the images didn't have my face on it it was just you know and and it had a lot of text mm. and it was kind of boring but it had the same color scheme and and pop as the other ones it just didn't uh i hate that I fact that i just used that word again but um it didn't have my face and it didn't feel as like clickable to me and and he he thought that that was the best one or what he thought that that would reasoning he thought that, that um his reasoning was that uh, and I wish he were here here to defend himself, not that I'm attacking him by any means, but no, no, but we
1: will and no, I'm just kidding yeah, we will I'll <laughs> attack
0: him later physically. uh no, but he he said that it if like i the my face doesn't really need to be on it because my audience doesn't really care about that sort of mm. thing I, and I'm not really going after that. so the the actual image that I used was a picture of an in-text pool with the text how to clean an in-text pool. So it was like a long Bit, bit of text with the actual image
1: you're, you're saying like it could be text and a picture of a pool as opposed to text and a picture of your face.
0: Yes. Hmm. And he was saying that that probably aligns more with what my audience is looking for. And I was like, okay, that's a good argument. Hmm. And then some people were criticizing me that I had the, the watermark on the right side and one image and then the left side. I'm like, all right, I made one mistake. I, I it's going to stay on the left the
1: subscribe thing is on the bottom right or
0: something. the, the time stamp, of all the videos goes on the bottom right on YouTube. And so you don't want, that's going to cover something.
2: Oh,
0: so you don't want anything on the bottom right corner. That's oh. important to the, the interesting, the like, I would never <clears> even <throat> know, right. you know. um, but the more I, I dug into it, faces just work. I like clicking faces. Well, that's and like I, kind
1: of the prevailing wisdom is that a face is clickable. It's you know? clickable. And if you were a pretty girl, you would sure. even do
0: better. Right. I don't know and, why, but yeah. You know. <laughs> I don't, yeah. <laughs> um, but then there's tricks like making you, you like making you or your face stand out. One, conveying emotion on your face. Mm. So what I do is I scrub through my completed video. At, at like a f- at fast speed on on QuickTime, and I find and because I'm very expressive with my face in general, yeah. And so I usually find a like a still of me like with big eyes or doing some sort of e- expressive emotional face, and I just take a screen grab of uh, that, and then I use that as the I, thumbnail. I
1: would have never thought to do that. I would have did the video, had it edited, and then attempted to like I don't know take a picture.
0: Yeah. So you sh- that's what I think I'm going to end up doing. In the future where it's like, I'm going to like basically have, I feel uh, like you'd
1: be more natural though. If like, you find your face, you're well lit. Yeah. I mean, it's literally like a hundred thousand photos of you in a well, video. So,
0: right. So what I thought about doing, and I've done this before, in fact, this is the way that all the photos on money lab were taken. Mm-hmm. I just put the camera on and just record myself doing different poses in mm-hmm. on, on video. And just do like, and just Uh, think of them off the top of my head. I'll be like, you know, I'll do like the Sherlock Holmes thinking with my, you know, hand on my beard. I'll do like the, oh, what's going on? Like weird. I can't, we're on a podcast. You're pointing like, I don't
1: know, a finger gun at your temple or something. Yeah.
0: Just a bunch of different things, but it's all in video. And then I can basically take screen grabs of all the stills. Mm -hmm. And then I have like this collection of myself doing all these like, emoting all these things and if you
1: have the lighting and stuff you're gonna yeah i I remember like taking passport photos or cover image photos it's like hours to like get one that where your eyes are open you don't have like tensions and you know
0: so so every image on money lab is actually a screen grab from a video Mm. that i took of me just doing stupid poses with the with a block of cheese (laughs) so it's like it's just because i wanted i wanted options and I wasn't just like clicking the camera button. I just turned the camera on and just like filmed everything.
1: Okay. So we had talked about how you, you were doing these things and you're like literally editing and timing yourself and essentially trying to like refine the process. Yeah. And, and we, we could talk about that. But I'm curious, would the cover image ever be something that you would, you know, outsource, like that you wouldn't do? Or like yeah. do you think that the choosing of your face is something that you should do?
0: No. So, um, I mean, obviously I have an, uh, an eye and Being I've Being that it is so
1: important, you know.
0: Sure. Yeah. So I've, been, so I've been creating this template in Photoshop where it's like I, I'm writing down every move that I'm making and decision that I'm making and refining that and then following my own advice and I keep doing it. So, for example, I wear the same shirt in every single video. Right? And every I, single
1: podcast we've recorded over and the And every five single
0: years. podcast. <laughs> I plan on doing this for a reason though. One, I don't want to choose my outfits before going camera. I imagine on your camera.
1: closet when you open it it's one of those ones where it's like a bunch of outfits all identical.
0: <laughs> it is not that. It is like just like one shirt. It's the same shirt over and over again. <laughs> it's just worse. So, I which yeah. Uh which means I wash them frequently, basically. Uh so I have been basically cutting myself out in photoshop
2: mm.
0: and then i i add a high pass filter on it which which what you want to do with your face is create like contrast you want like really bright really like contrasty color so i get my beard gets darker my eyebrows get darker my eyes get darker but my skin's light my shirt is bright blue against an orange background mm. and i'm making all these manipulations in photoshop and then i add a drop shadow on myself to make me pop out of the thing. Mm. So it's like, it, there's just a lot of contrast with me in the photo, and that's apparently helpful. Um,
1: Can you systematize I, that? Because
0: already, like, I could use Photoshop, I could be yeah. dangerous.
1: I hear that, I'm like, I know.
0: I, no, it's not that many steps, and I could definitely create a script that would just, you hit a button and it would automatically do it, especially if I'm taking the same photos all the time. Mm. Like, if I just spent a day, sitting in front of the camera, wearing my same gear, just doing a bunch of crazy poses and then basically taking screenshots of like, I will choose the screenshots mm. and then have a collection of like a hundred photos of me uh, that we can just cycle through. Like my designer later can just pick out one that makes sense for the photo and I can name them all like Sherlock thinking and and basically think about, think it through. It's, mm. it's okay if we reuse another one. You'll never notice that we did that. Right. right? right. Um, as long
1: as there's enough distance, I guess, between...
0: Right. And I could always just like do a hundred more. It's like one, one, you know, it's probably an hour of my time in front of the camera just doing silly poses. Mm. You know what I mean? Just off the top of my head. Better um, you do it now.
1: We're not getting younger.
0: Yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, well, he never ages, but his videos, he's all white haired. Um, <laughs> so so then there's that part. And then I try to keep the text to under three words. And that's sort of like, how do you, now you have to think like, okay, like if it's like, no pool. Well, like I, the one I re- the one I recently did, I mean that's something, yeah. The one I recently did was called "What's the perfect swimming pool temperature?" Mm. And then the the text in the in this thumbnail just says "Pool temp question mark." And it's just me going wow. like this, like like with my shoulders shrugged. That was actually a screenshot from that video. And then I did a split screen, so it's like bright orange, bright blue, and then and then I you know, and then I add elements of pool gear. So that there is pool related elements in there. So I put two temperature, uh, two pool thermometers in the thumbnail too. So it's like, if you look at it, there's no pool in there, but you know, I'm talking about pool gear. If you were, if you own a pool, cause you can see the thermometers, hmm. right. And only people with pools would know that. So, and then sometimes I do put pictures of pools in there or the background is a water or whatever. So I'm trying to do elements of pools. Plus I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. So there's like elements of like summer and pool and whatever. We're, I'm trying them out. They seem to... I like the way they look. And then when you look at them compared to all of the other pool videos that are out there, like mine just completely stand out.
1: because well, they probably put like no thought into their
0: thumbnails. No, why would they? Yeah. They also don't really put thought into their titles. They don't put thought in their descriptions. Oh, they don't God. put thought in their tags. what I would tags. give 10
1: years ago to have created a pool website where
0: everyone's 80 who's competing against you. Right, <laughs> right. And I don't know if it's really going to change or if... I I don't know. Mm. So... Then I started so that's one thing. And so yes, I have a designer who is just like I'm just like waiting to like basically refine the process to the point where I feel comfortable in handing it off to somebody and just like getting it right. And mm-hmm. I and I think like at you know, a lot of education, because I want I want to like collect the education part with it so that when I hand it to my designer, it's like here's what you know, here's the process that I'm using, but here's the reasons I'm choosing these mm-hmm. specific. and they
1: can improve on it it's just they can improve on it yeah because my designer is a designer
0: yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it's just because i do it one way it's like hey i actually this is popping a little bit better i'm like oh cool great i love it so here's the thing i'm trying to get to the point where the similar to this podcast this podcast requires one hour of my time Mm. to record I basically, if, if we're lucky, sometimes if you make lucky. us record
1: for two plus hours and throw it out. But,
0: you know, that's true. I, that's <laughs> true. But I, we, I don't want to do that. So no, basically, same. the way this podcast works for me is I hit a button, I record for one hour with my voice, and I hit stop. And somehow, through the magic of systems and processes and stuff, this becomes an episode, mm. right? With, you know, everything. I mean, So, and because the only thing that's irreplaceable is me talking for this one hour, Mm. right? And so, if I have that same process with the video, the only thing that's irreplaceable is me on camera. That's it, right? right? So, I can't outsource that. I mean, I obviously could outsource that, but then it wouldn't be me, Mm. which is the one thing that, like, because I have a personality and I understand the pool industry, like, I can articulate things and talk about things. Better than most. Then I could I couldn't hire an actor to do it the way I the way I can do it because I know the information in my head, so I can ad lib. You know, even if there's a script, I can be. I know I know what how fucking alkalinity works, so I can riff on that concept. Um, and obviously, like you know, I'm using my personality as an advantage here, and. The so the so here the way that my process is working right now is like first we script so we we have a list of topics because we're literally just pulling them from the website like in order of like what's the most popular post mm. so we're just taking those and then because we we haven't even there's a whole nother section of that but basically we're doing those first and so that every single article on Sumi University has a video well, attached the best to it. chance
1: to get views and
0: yeah exactly so eventually we'll start creating content that is based on YouTube search, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, hey, this guy did a did a video on borate uh, and it's getting like 100,000 views. Well, let's just do a better version of that, you know, where it's like that doesn't actually fit on some university right now, but it would fit on YouTube. Right? Right? So, that's that's coming later, but basically that's how we're, you know, everything's in Asana under like on deck, right? Uh I I've been writing the the first I wrote wouldn't the first Why would not it fit on
1: your website though?
0: it would it would fit somewhere mm. i mean for now we're just we're just focused more on let's get videos that are relevant to the content that we already have created and then we'll start then at some point maybe our videos inform the content we, we create or mm. vice versa right who knows because like we might make a video on like how chlorine kills bacteria which is so specific and could actually be embedded on multiple pages on some university because multiple pages talk about chlorine specifically but it's not a direct video about an about a topic that is an article mm. right so but it would maybe do really well on youtube and maybe not so well as like a search term in google for example cuz like who's searching how does chlorine work you know what i mean they're yeah. searching like my pool's green <laughs> science you know? teachers
1: maybe are searching
0: science teachers yeah for sure so and that's like a whole other thing but that's obviously not my target audience mm. so that's like i feel like that comes later down the line i have to make videos relevant for my audience First, and then I can start getting into more nuanced pool things um, and then like buying guides and all that kind of shit. So the, so we're, we have a list and then the, for the first seven videos, I did all the scripting and I was basically coming up with like, what is our outline? The outline that I've kind of landed on was I do a quick intro. So it's like immediately me talking and me on camera and I'm trying to sell them into getting past the intro the video intro like our logo intro mm-hmm. and so i do a little like quirky little intro do the video and then i quickly get into to a disclaimer <clears throat> and the disclaimer i just i decided to put that there to deter commenters so the disclaimer that i that i say in every video is quick disclaimer every you know everyone has a different way of taking care of a pool this is the way that i've been doing it through my um Many years in the pool industry and the research we've done here at some university. At the end of the day, we all just want to help you take care of your pool. So I basically just say, like, e- do this your is own my way. research or something. Yeah, this is my way of doing it. And so, like, yeah, because like some guy's going to be like, he's fucking wrong. You should use algicide. And I'm like, see, everyone has a different way of doing it. And it mm. kind of deters those people. And then if we talk about chemistry, I'd go into safety gear. Like, you should, you know, cause this just protects my ass. Like, mm. hey, I'm about to talk about using chlorine. Make sure you wear gloves, goggles, whatever. And
1: here's where you can buy them.
0: And here's where you can buy them. They're all, yeah, actually, they're all in the um, in the description. So then I go into the meat, which is like it's basically a bulleted list of like what we're what we're covering. So if it's solar covers, you know, a lot of the stuff I know, so I don't. I just need like bullet points, mm. and I just kind of riff. And I do this all on camera, like I can just you know I put my light on, put my camera on, drop this backdrop here that I installed. This is the orange background paper paper background from Savage, and I sit in the chair. And I just have my phone out with a sauna and I just kind of like read it and just riff into the camera. And then at the end we do the promo for the, for the book and the course. And then I do like an outro basically. That's like, Hey, if I didn't, if I missed anything, please leave a comment, which is in, which uh, helps with engagement. I also say that in disclaimer, um, which uh, engagement is supposed to help YouTube. I tell people I pointed my website. I tell them to subscribe to the channel and then I just, you know, I say thank you and happy swimming is how I end it. Um, and I don't care about time. It's like the longer the better. They've been clocking in at around seven to eight minutes each mm. time. How's the
1: watch time in terms of length? Are about people 50, like completing it?
0: No, it's 50%. Mm.
2: They,
0: I got a 50% watch time, which I don't know if it's good or bad. You know, but but they, I was, I was watching this video that was saying like the longer your videos are, the longer the watch time technically or like the number of minutes watched on your mm. channel is just because your video is longer. I know, you know,
1: Google's optimizing for you to be on YouTube. Yeah. You want to stay like on, on YouTube or something. Right.
0: Also like pointing to other videos, putting cards up, like getting people to like, you know, the Wikipedia effect, the rabbit hole effect mm. where you just keep, you're staying on Wikipedia forever. Just keep clicking things. Like that's the way you should design your videos because again, youtube that's their their metric is like keep people on youtube as long as possible and if i keep you know that's what their suggested videos are on the side is to keep serving up those things but you could also do it in your own video Mm. i haven't gotten that far yet with that i need to get a little bit better with that but that's certainly something i'm thinking about um and then you know so once i i'm done filming then it goes into editing and i have like this hard drive that i you know everything it's just for swimming diversity videos there's it's broken down into like five or six folders for like graphical assets and b-roll footage that i've taken over the years and sound effects that i've collected and music i've collected and um and so those things are all connected into individual episode files which are which include you know the footage the audio the actual te- you know the premiere template that i use mm. and so i'm just like you know duplicating well, those files like the
1: premiere template be included as a premium in the course that you make on this.
0: We'll see. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Yeah, that's. It's very specific to me. I can teach people how to make their own template. Mm. It's not hard, but you know, I also. I have, really like, just pre- want you to do as
1: much of this as possible for I me. I know.
0: I know. Um, so it's. And I, so I'm doing the filming. Uh, I'm doing the editing. Um, I have somebody writing. I have my editor who's who, who's just started helping me write scripts, and it's been awesome so far. She's written two. And I've knocked them both out in a single day. And I've, and I'm like, I'm still editing. So my editing is getting better. I'm trying to, I, you, you were mentioning like I'm clocking myself with a, with my little stopwatch on my phone on how fast I can edit a video. And I'm using, like I keep going on YouTube to find like little keyboard shortcuts and little tricks to like, so how make long my, are you doing it
1: now? And um, I only say, because I know editing is an enormous undertaking, having done it like twice and hated it.
0: So it, so it, it certainly helps that I'm creating the same style of video every time. Like I'm using the same backdrop. I'm the the formatting of the script is the same. Like it's the same format mm-hmm. um, where it's like hey there's an intro, there's a you know a, a the the logo comes in, the title of the video, then a disclaimer, then the meat and then the the outro. Like those, those are those pieces are all the same. And so Um, with the last time I think I clocked it, I think I clocked it like two and a half to three hours that Mm -hmm. I could do it. A single, you know, a single video, um, an eight minute video. And what I've been doing now is.
1: And then an hour for recording. So maybe a video is. Yeah, but yeah, but
0: no. So I, I record for an hour, but I'm knocking out three videos in that hour. Mm. Like I'm recording three different things. Oh. So I try to batch that because I have to set up the light and the camera and the oh, backdrop. Right, right. So I'm like, I don't want to do that every time I just want to shoot one video. I'd rather like have three scripts ready to go. I set up all my gear. I film three videos. So and if then i 20 can,
1: minutes to record, say like yeah, 20 minutes to record, minutes. say a seven yep. minute video, say yep. let's say three hours to edit. How yep. much time do you spend on like, I don't even know what to call
0: it, but it's like. Like uploading like, and thumbnail and yeah i mean the uploading you can go take like tertiary things yeah like
1: the the research for the keyword stuff and the title and is Um, that like an hour
0: well so i'm not doing the research now i was um i would say and i do that all at once so i was using i mean like how
1: do you even position it in youtube like there has to be keywords attached or you know you do research with it even though it's not topical
0: yeah yeah, so I'm I'm using YouTube search. So I'm just searching like I, t- I type in the word pool and I just wait to see what like additional things come at, come in like the suggested drop down. Mm. I look at Hrefs and I see like I look for the keyword or I type in the word I type in a very like broad keyword and kind of like filter it to find what I what I'm looking for. Um you know, the 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 search terms in in Hrefs are not huge. They're not like you're going to get like I mean, I haven't found anything over like a thousand searches. Hmm. You know. Is it because it's
1: all, it's like all long tail
0: type deal? Might be. I don't, I'm not really sure yet, but all I'm, I'm just using it as like, okay, people are searching for this. So, mm. um, that informs the title again, the videos that we're choosing now are already posts. So I know they're going to get views because we're just going to embed them immediately. Mm. Um, and they're already getting traffic there. So people will be watching them. Um, we use hashtags in the, t- in the description. So all that stuff, my, my, uh, 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 Michelle, who's editing the scripts, is doing that work, is creating the description, knowing what the keywords are going to be. Um, and I'm sort of kind of doing that when I create the card in, in Asana for the first place. Mm-hmm. It's like I create the title. I, we create we have a little keyword section. I type in like one or two keywords that we want to target. And it's, you know, um, and then I look at other videos that have, you know, if I search that term in YouTube, I, I look at that and I use something called TubeBuddy to see what tags that they used Mm. on that video and like take those tags and put, you know, so I am doing research, competitor research, uh, through other videos. So
1: two hours you think you spend on, I mean, look, we know per
0: video, I would say like 15 minutes, like it's not a lot of work. Really? Just one video
1: in just seeing the competitors and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's fast. There's not that many. It's like, Mm. there's not that many videos. So I think that, that pertains to my specific niche. Mm. um, and then, yeah, she's writing up the description and the, um, you know, we put affiliate links in the, in the description and uh, the like uh, an about section and like, hey, subscribe to our channel, all that kind of stuff. Um, and we make the description keyword rich and we make the about keyword rich and then hashtags, like I said. So and then tags, all that stuff. So So actually uploading, so exporting, uploading, thumbnail design, like that stuff probably takes like an hour total. Mm. Um, to do like to basically like once the video is edited, like exporting and yeah, exporting thumbnail design, uh, and then like basically uploading to YouTube and filling out all the different things. Like, that's about an hour for per video. Which, you know, I'm looking at all of these pieces and I'm like, okay, well, you know, a lot of these are I'm I'm slowly coming up with the formula and I'm just copying my own formula. So like Once I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm doing this, but it doesn't require me to do it. It's just pretty basic. Um, Then I have people ready to take over that role. So I won't. So what essentially what I'm trying to get to is the only thing that I do is film and edit and and export and put it into Google Drive. And then after that, like the video just happens, Mm. right? And then eventually my goal is to not even edit to be just all I have to do is sit in front of the camera for an hour, film three videos, and I'm done my work for Swimming University videos. I've made three videos. Mm. That's the goal.
1: My goal is to help you get there <laughs> and then buy
0: your course that <laughs> tells me how
1: to do almost none of the work.
0: <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I, you know, I I think it can be done. I'm I'm certainly excited about it. There is um, yeah, it's been interesting because it's an entirely new field of like work for me um it's it's starting to get repetitive i don't feel like i feel pretty accomplished when i do a video like when the video is like exported and i'm uploading it to youtube and i'm just watching the views come in like that's pretty exciting i feel like you get Um, the
1: feeling of repetitiveness far sooner than than most like you kind of yes are over
0: something like you did this thing
1: for like three days and you're like over it
0: so I I told staff that I have to at least do this for a month before mm. I can start like getting other people to do it for me. Um, like I need to I need to show that like there is there is legs and traction here. And so far I've been like overly convinced that this is something I need to be doing.
1: Well, and, and if you're going to invest money into it to essentially yeah. build
0: the team or whatever, like yeah, you should. And it's all my own people I already have. Mm. So I'm not I'm not hiring anybody new. The only person I would hire new is eventually I want to hire an editor. Mm. And the editor is going to have to like there is there is there is motion graphic work to be done that I'm I'm doing all this motion graphic work in ScreenFlow.
1: You kind of put it in the bank, right? So then you can like reuse pieces. Yep. And then I don't know if it works like this, but like what? So let's say it takes you three hours to edit, but Mm -hmm. someone not as good as you, it takes them five hours to edit. Yeah. You know, is it like a per hour thoughts? You could do like $30 an hour times five. And Could it's
0: $150, be. you know? Yeah, that's probably not gonna be that cheap. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm trying to get faster at it because I want to, I'm looking at, like, I want to be able to educate the next editor to be like, hey, if you do it the way I do it, it's not going to take you that long. You know, it's only going to take you an hour and a half, you know, to, to do this, like, what what seems to be a very intense video. If you watch them, it's, it, I, it, they're, they're, fe- it feels like there's a lot of editing and there really is a lot of editing, but because I've like figured out keyboard shortcuts and I've created my own presets for a lot of things and I can really kind of run through and knock some shit out. Mm. And I, there's, there's tricks too that I haven't even employed yet that I'm thinking about like during filming, how I can be editing during filming, Mm. you know, I can maybe hold something in my hand or use sound to basically tell the editor, whether that's myself or someone else, that that was a good take. And so all I have to do is look for those spikes in audio and go, that's the take, mm. and then just kind of edit in reverse. <laughs> so that way, that that's even faster, right? So it's like, oh, that was a good take, use that one. And I would like clap or something. And then you'd see a spike in the audio. And I'd be like, boom, there it is. And I would oh. give it space between. So there's mo- there's things like that that I can even do to make my job faster in the editing booth. I'm learning, like I'm watching other people's workflows on YouTube and how they edit. I'm like, I'm just pulling little pieces like that's a great idea. Oh, that's a really good idea. let's that's let's take that. Mm. And ultimately, it's so that like what's the what's the goal here? The goal one is traffic and you know money and all that stuff. but um I, this podcast, like the pod like today is Thursday. Every Thursday, you and I, sit down pretty much all day. And our job is to record podcasts. Yeah. And then that's it. But that's like three to four episodes. Like that's a lot of content we're producing in a single day. And it happens to be fun because we just focus on the thing that we're supposed to, we're actually good at, which is talking to each other. Yeah. And we bullshit in the
1: middle and drink
0: beer. Of course. And yeah. So I want that for video. Like if I could spend an hour a day, an hour, one hour, a week, <laughs> <laughs> I, three videos would be complete on some university. That's mm-hmm. a lot of content for one hour of my time, right? That would be insanely impressive, right? You get it to that. And, and then what if, and then the same thing with lasso, like what mm-hmm. if I could, you know, if it's like, Hey, one hour a week and I can create four lasso videos and then someone out, you know, there's, there's a team that's putting them all together and uploading them to the site and, or whatever. And then it's like, well, then I can start doing homebrewing videos and it's like, wow. Matt spends two days a week and he creates so much content because mm. all, cause I, I keep thinking like what is, what, where, what, what hours can Matt not be replaced is basically the way I look at it. It's like, right, right. how am I and what, like what's the bare minimum that I absolutely need to do? And it's like, well, his face needs to be on camera or his voice <laughs> needs to be on, you know, the podcast or on the screencast or whatever. Right. Right. But I don't have to be the one to do anything else around it. Mm. I think that's like, wow, that's a lot of, I mean, I, and I'm like, I told you, like, I want to be, I want to pump out the jams. That's my, my goal is to be like, dude, where I'm a content machine. Yeah. Especially while
1: you can have the energy are, you know, yeah.
0: You know, so that's, that's, that's my thought and my YouTube hypothesis is. And where will
1: this experiment, this brew cabin experiment live? Like what's the. It will
0: be, it'll uh, be on Money Lab. I don't know what it's called yet. Oh, okay. I haven't figured out the name for it. One, I want to update the original article and retitle it so that people like basically outlining my process, mm. which will be a process-based um, article, like everything I just talked about. You know, with the how I'm doing these videos quickly, uh, and then the other article will be how I because brew cabins are going to be a brew cabins a whole different animal. It's not going to just be me sitting in front of a, a an orange you know backdrop and a talking head. It's going to there's live stuff that needs to be filmed. And, um, and it's multiple days. So like one video might be like five day separate days. Oh my of filming. God,
1: dude.
0: Cause you have to do it. I tell you I wanna...
1: experiment's not going to work out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. Cause like when I make a beer, a beer doesn't take one day. Mm. The beer takes multiple weeks. And so yeah. I have to film each part of that on separate days. So my organization on the filming schedule is going to have to be super tight. airtight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Airtight. So, and I'm going to need, I'm going to have to have a cameraman cause I'm not going to and I, I mean, imagine somebody,
1: there's far more competition in the beer space than the pool space.
0: For sure. Because it's, oh, a, it's a
1: hobby, you know.
0: It's a hobby, yeah. So I'm going to have to have a camera person to kind of follow me around. I want to do it sort of like the way the Bon Appetit does their cooking videos.
1: I'm to say like the Kardashians do. I think they have film people follow them around Yeah, as well.
0: Like, yeah, it's like a reality <laughs> show. Yeah. I mean, essentially, I want it to kind of work like that because I think that would be, you know, it, and it's the same thing, one day a week. We just, you know, one day a week. We would film like me homebrewing a beer, but then also making like doing another homebrewing technique, like a yeast wash or a, a yeast starter, or like a dry hopping technique. Or well, if like, you could ha-
1: synchronize all your brews to say need action on Tuesday, right. you could be filming all day just different processes of
0: exactly. Each. Yep, and then at the same time taking a ton of B roll mm. of of brew days where there where I don't have to be on camera because I don't want to burn out to where. You know, every time I want to brew, which is a personal hobby of mine that I do in silence and alone, which I love, you know what I mean? In I don't like want to so be someone to fucking... ask you
1: a question like, shh, shh.
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> shut, shut, shut your mouth. I just don't want there. Every time I go to brew, it's like, well, I'm also having to film too. Mm. you know, so that's the part of what, what I'm slow. It is. And I don't want to get caught in that. So what I'm going to do is there are going to be days where I just get to homebrew and I, and use a camera, my own camera to just film, you know, the breaks. Like I take a break and I don't um like for an hour I let the, you know, water, I let the, you know, wort boil or whatever. I could be filming like, you know, just a close up of my hop canister or a close up of the boil or a close up of the grain and like just little pieces that I can then import into the computer and be like, "Hey, this is a shot of 2 row malt. This is a shot of cascade hops." And then start to build up a library of B-roll that can fill in mm-hmm. montages in future videos. And so that way I'm not constantly I don't have a film quote unquote a film crew with me every time I brew. Right, right. And I and we still and we still have these assets that can be reused over and over again. Um so that's and and I haven't had I haven't sat down and thought about the kind of show I want to make because I do want it to feel like a show and not just like a how to. Like I want how tos but I also want it to feel like cuz personally I hate short homebrewing videos i love if they were 40 minutes i'd be like oh my god yes <laughs> like just put it on the big screen and just let me sit down and watch you know a guy make a yeast starter for 40 Boil minutes I some would love water. It. yeah <laughs> oh, you have no idea like it was my my dream so that i don't have the bandwidth to 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 think about what that's going to look like yet mm. i want to get i want to get kind of like out of the hamster wheel of youtube videos for some you first and go okay. I got this on lock. Like now, I got enough bandwidth to, you know, sit down and literally plot out a, you know, a, a homebrewing television show, mm. you know, because I'm like, I know this is going to work and pay off. Because look at look at what happened on Swim University, and that, look at all the that would be awesome. You done. know, maybe yeah. if
1: it's like very show like, um, talk to Netflix. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so they, they would. Oh, they buy that up in a second. So anyway. Uh, if there's anything else that you think we should talk about, or I think that's that's all I got. All right, good. Well, I want to thank Dan Vega for sending in my new appropriate middle name this week. Hot Tub Time Machine,
2: mm.
0: great movie. <laughs> Second one not so much, but the first one was very good. And of course, I want to thank Andrew, my Andrew, for joining me on this episode of Money Lab. Yes. Head over to moneylab.co to read more about our business experiments and challenges and email email Matt at moneylab.co with topics you'd like us to discuss on future episodes of this show and feel free to send me a new middle name while you're at it. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, leave a review. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye-bye.